Calling all trivia nerds, Brittany here, and I host the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast with my best friend, Meredith. Is your next car ride looking like a snooze fest? <laughs> We've got The Cure, three rounds of awesome trivia every week. Harry Potter, Disney, science, sports, you name it. No more silent car troubles. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Connect, laugh, and learn with your kids, big and small. <laughs> New episodes every week, wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Hello, Culture Kids. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. My name is Kristen, and I am your host along with my five-year-old son, Asher. We started Culture Kids Podcast to share our passion and joy in learning about different cultures and going on adventures. If you like our episode, don't forget to hit subscribe and ask your grown-ups to please leave us a review to share what you would like to learn about next. Today, we're going to dive into a type of cuisine that I eat almost every week. When I go for a few days without this, I start to crave it. It's from a country located in the continent of Africa, and their dishes are always so comforting, full of spices, and very nutritious. Asher, can you share what cuisine I'm talking about? Ethiopian food. That's right. I'm so excited to share what we learned about this unique and amazing country. Ethiopia is a diverse and beautiful place, and also one of the oldest countries on Earth. Fossils of humans that are three to four million years old were discovered in Ethiopia. Yes, that is true. It is believed to have been home for the oldest human beings on Earth. For example, bones from an ape-like creature, very similar to humans, known as Lucy, that is about three to four million years old, were discovered in Ethiopia. Ethiopia has beautiful landscapes, volcanoes, desert, and a lot of mountains. Yes, and do you remember, Asher? We learned that even though there are hundreds of different languages spoken in China, the most common language there is Mandarin. Well, in Ethiopia, the language that is spoken the most is called Amharic. And there are over 80 ethnic groups in Ethiopia, and there are over 200 different languages and dialects too. Whoa. Do you want to try saying Amharic, Asher? Amharic. And many historians believe that coffee beans were first discovered in Ethiopia. Mommy loves coffee! You drink it every day. <laughs> I do. There's an old legend that coffee beans were first discovered by a goat herder in the Kaffa region in Ethiopia. Historians assume that that's where we probably got the word coffee. Because kaffa sounds like the word coffee. Kaffa, coffee. Oh, I love it! With one of the fastest growing economies of the world, Ethiopia's capital, Addis Ababa, sits as literally the highest capital city in Africa and the fourth highest in the world. Though there are lots of people that live in this urban capital city, most Ethiopians live outside the city in rural communities with their families. Family and community is the most important thing to Ethiopian people. Food is usually served in a big circle plate in one big table with your whole family. Food is not meant to be eaten alone in Ethiopia. 
Yes. Eating traditional Ethiopian food is an intimate, hands-on, and communal experience that creates a dinnertime bond unlike anything else in the world. Feeding someone a bite of food is seen as a respectable and loving thing to do. I like it when mommy doesn't feed me. Arlen likes it when mommy feeds her, but I don't. Sometimes. Well, now this leads me to introduce our word of the week, which is... Injera. Asher, what is injera? It's a flat, soft bread. And spongy bread made of teff. Wheat, barley, or millet. It's a little sour, but it's soft and feels cozy like a blanket. So the main ingredient in injera is teff. This is a small grain, very teeny tiny, about the size of a poppy seed. In fact, it is known to be the smallest grain in the world. It comes in many colors from white and red to even dark brown. This is an ancient grain that comes mainly from Ethiopia. Is it healthy for you? Yes and yes. Teff is packed with nutrients and has lots of fiber. Asher, do you remember what the health benefits are if you eat a lot of fiber? It's good for your gut. <laughs> it helps you go poop. <laughs> mm-hmm. So injera is made mainly from teff. And as a side note to our grown-up listeners, it's also gluten-free. Asher, do you want to share how you eat the injera? So you take your right hand, tear off a piece of injera. Then you use that piece to pick up the different dishes so you don't use forks or spoons. All hands. You got it! That's correct. Some important manners to keep in mind while eating Ethiopian food is to always use your right hand. And you also have to wait for your grown-ups and elders to start eating first. That's a little different from how we start eating at our family because Asher and Arden always starts eating before mommy and daddy. Oh no. Let's learn about the different types of Ethiopian dishes. You bet. So even though I usually eat both meat and vegetables, my favorite Ethiopian dishes are the vegetarian ones. Let's dive briefly into some of my favorite vegetarian dishes. First one is called kikalicha. This is a warm, buttery, split pea stew simmered in turmeric and ginger-based sauce. I can already taste it just by talking about it. It's so comforting and very healthy. You scoop this up with injera too. Yes, people enjoy making kikalicha because it doesn't have too many ingredients and you can make it in one big pot. Another wonderful dish that Asher has also tried is gomen. Gomen means collard greens in and horuk. This is another flavorful and healthy dish. It's usually made with cooked collard greens and spices such as garlic, ginger, onions, tomatoes, and jalapenos. It's considered a staple dish in Ethiopia. Yup, and daddy's favorite Ethiopian dish is called Azifa. Now, depending on which Ethiopian restaurant, I've seen it made a few different ways, but it's mainly served cold and it's a lentil dish with lime juice, mild hot peppers, and spices, and it's usually served as a snack. You also eat this by scooping the up with injera. Yes, you do. Azifa is flavored with a spice called berbere. 
This is a very special spice that is used in many different Ethiopian dishes. There are many different ways to make the bear spice. Yes, but the common ingredients are red chili peppers, fenugreek, ginger, coriander, cardamom, cumin, cinnamon, and a whole list of other spices. Berbera is considered a spicy blend, but I wouldn't exactly say it's spicy. It also has a bit of a sweet citrusy scent. It's such a complex and beautiful mixture of spices. I guess it's hard to describe, so I guess our our listeners have to go and try it. Yes! Yep, Berbera is used in many Ethiopian dishes, but one of the most famous dishes is called Doral Wat, and it's commonly ordered at restaurants. Doral Wat. It's onion-based chicken stew. (laughs) Very good. We've only talked about a few dishes that our family likes to eat, but there's so many more delicious, flavorful, and fulfilling dishes to try if you're lucky enough to live near an Ethiopian restaurant. Or even better, visit Ethiopia. You could also order a sampler dish that has a little bit of everything in one big injera. Yes, this is what we usually get because mommy and daddy can never decide on just one or two dishes to eat as a meal. So we always get the vegetarian sampler or you can order a meat sampler too. They place several different dishes sitting next to each other on top of one giant circular injera. Yum, 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 yum. I just like the injera the best. Well, this was such a fun episode for me and I hope you will have the opportunity to try Ethiopian dishes if you haven't done so yet. And you can ask your grown-up to check out our Instagram page at Culture Kids Podcast to take a look at some of the wonderful dishes that we discussed today. Well, we're going to end this episode by sharing some jokes. Let's try some food jokes today, Asher. You got any? Why did the melon jump into the lake? Shoot! Because it wanted to be a watermelon. (laughs) Oh, I have one. What term do we use for a group of strawberries playing guitar? What? A jam session. (laughs) Can I share another one? Sure. What's orange and sounds like a parrot? What? Carrot. (laughs) (laughs) I get it because parrot rhymes with carrot and it's orange. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for tuning in onto another episode. And don't forget to hit subscribe and leave us a review to let us know what you want to learn about next. We always want to hear from you. We also want to say a very special thank you to Caleb and his family for helping us make this episode possible. Well, until next time. See you later, alligators and the wild crocodiles. Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now.